Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. Tom's about to take a mega sip out of this mug. Thank you. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I walked outside today, and it felt a little cool. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's September. There's fucking football on soon. 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 Not yet. Nine, uh, seven, seven, nine days. Nine, nine days. days. Whoa. Stroke City. Yes. Nine days until football season. We're going to make our football predictions. Well, John, what are you doing? John's having trouble with water. We're going to make our football predictions later in this episode. We had, we struggled last year. We got, like, Trish did the best last year, I believe. Let's go! Yeah, you got, like, five right, and that was, like, the most. Suck. <laughs> but we got stuff coming. Trish is going to get hammered this fr- for this Friday's episode. Uh, next Tuesday, we're going to make our week, week one predictions because... Season starts next Thursday. I can tell you my week one predictions right now. Nope, don't don't care about your week one predictions right right now. We wouldn't have a show next Tuesday if you, did, if you did that right now. No, stop. Jumping the gun. And then Sunday we got a new thing for this year. We got Sunday spreads. Everybody on the show is going to take three spreads that they like betting wise that weekend. We're going to display them here on the podcast. And every single time we give you a bet, you have, have to, to bet take against it. us. I don't right care against us if it's. Dolphins minus nine, you have to take it. <laughs> no. You have to. I was saying go the other way. Oh. I don't... Because okay. we're going to lose every fine. single bet fine. we play. No, that's not that. true. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I, I, already, already, I already know right now I'm taking the Seahawks minus one and a half mm-hmm. against Atlanta because, come on, that's free money. That's jumping the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, Eric Johnson here with us, my co-host for Touch Icing. Uh, join us here because he's taking part in the predictions this year. Kyle taking yep. part as well. Zach also taking part. The, neither of them are here. I'm also on that thing. On Touch Icing? Yes. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. You're welcome. I wouldn't have known. And people who listen wouldn't have known either. They probably do know. Well, you haven't been on the last two episodes. Uh, well, listen. All right. I'm so, busy. You do it at like 5 o'clock on a Thursday, and I'm just not around. All right. Uh, we're going to break down every division like we usually do. But first, we have a little bit of MLB trade deadline stuff. John is upset. He's a Met fan. That's part of that. Uh, it, it just comes with the territory at this point. Are you happy about Todd Frazier, yes or no? I mean, I'm honestly, no. I'm just looking forward just to Steve Cohen. I'm just waiting for the Steve Cohen sale to go through, man. That's all I'm waiting for. You That's know? it. I've I've, to- I've tuned out this entire Mets season. Mm. Ooh. Just because, you know, every time that I watch the Mets, the team is fucking cursed, as you know, and they choke away any lead, no matter how many runs they got. Mm. So, you know, did, did you the, turn the game on when they were up like 11 to like four I, I, against I, I may or may not have seen a score. Wow. And mm. might have directly contributed and, to that. So. How did you feel about them blowing that lead against the Yankees the other day, 7-2 in the last inning of the game, and they lost? Mm. Well, how do you feel about the doubleheader we uh, swept you guys How do you in? feel about the doubleheader we swept you guys in? Ooh. Shit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, man, I don't know. Yeah. Just a little bit of a back and forth there. They're both pretty shitty right now. Well, well, it took three of five against the Mets, so whatever. It's like the Don't worry, man. boys. Robinson Chirinos is going to fix all this team's problems. No, and neither will Steve Cohen. Ooh, no, I had an idea, though. What if the Mets owners currently are trying to give Steve Cohen the worst possible baseball team as a giant middle finger to him for buying the team? 
I could see it. Wilpon's a petty bitch. I know. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if they're just purposefully bringing in people like Frazier? No, the like, thing nah, to do would be fuck is to bring in bad contracts so he has to pay them later down the line. They're, mm. they're bringing in people with player options. Yeah, like, isn't Frazier a player option? Chirinos is as well. All right. And Castro's so, under two years of control. So Steve, Steve Cohen's going to have to pay that. Listen, Which I'm, is just a fuck you. Yeah. If the Wilpons are trying to be assholes about it, I mean, just like you know, send him, a, send Steve Cohen a shitty gift basket. I don't know why they have to fuck the team any more than they already and then, have. And then Cohen's gonna look at the team and go, "This is what you're giving me, really? Five hundred <laughs> million dollars less." And then, and then he backs out. And then that's it. The deal falls apart. The Wilpons get to own the Mets. A Rod, they have to pay the shit they they figured. Then A Rod and J Lo, J Lo have to come out. I made a no, bet with Zach uh, that the Mets won't win a World Series by the year 2025. Because he thinks the Mets are going to win one in the next five years. I bet him $100, so that's, that's not going to happen. That's a very solid I thought so. <laughs> I really did. Tony, congrats on the 100 bucks. Yeah, see? <laughs> Eric gets it. Eric knows. And I'm a Mets fan, I get it. Uh, oh, man. Before before I, I, I move on to Clevenger being a Padre, and the Padres look like they're going for it this year. It's the most fun team in baseball. i got to address something. It's how John looks. He's giving I, me a very hair. strange vibe between the hair on top of the head and the facial hair. I'm not sure what the vibe is. It's just a very hipster doofus. Is that the vibe? It's, it's you need a little bit thicker frame glasses. You know, it's just Matt the, That's who he looks like. You know. Tom's typing vigorously right now. <laughs> it's crazy times, man. Can't, can't be getting a haircut in times of You pandemic. most certainly can. I got All one. you have to do is go to the go to the barber and say, cut my hair. Yes, I understand. Like then, any other time in the world. It's Then they're literally two feet from you. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not, you well, you are wearing like a mask. Yeah. What? How are you supposed to have your mask on when they're supposed to cut all the hair around your head? My, I have long hair, man. They move mm. the strap and cut it. And then put the strap back, but they keep the mask on your face. Listen, man. Bro, it's not. I shaved my head. And I still was <laughs> able to get it cut. Look, did they miss anything around my ears? No. You know why? Because they That's know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know. Listen, move on. <laughs> get a haircut. This you is stupid. <laughs> We're trying to find an image to what, like, to what to compare you to. We haven't gotten there yet. Gritty. Gritty? If you had the glasses. mascot of the if you had glasses. Gritty. Philadelphia Flyers? You know what I'm saying. Okay. If Gritty had glasses. Yeah, see, Eric gets it. Search Gritty with glasses, see if anything comes up. <laughs> I don't think Gritty's ever worn glasses. Oh nope, gritty glasses came up. That's that's perhaps more disturbing than the actual <laughs> oh, image oh I'm looking for. Oh you see, oh, you see gritty glasses. Oh. Those are bad. Hello. So the uh, the Clevenger is a San Diego Padre. Could have been a New York Yankee, but the asking price was way too steep for Cashman, and rightfully so. There's no reason to give up one of uh, two of Frazier, uh, Garcia, and Schmidt. It's, it's just not worth it. But the Padres look like they're going for it. They're a really fun team to watch. And I, Sean, do you wish the Mets were the Padres? Listen, I don't even think about the Mets. Like that's at all. Like you've just given up. Like I like that's that's genuinely how it is, man. Like my, my day, my days are spent watching the NBA playoffs and you know thinking about how oh, the Knicks are gonna fuck up the draft the draft lottery. What about the Knicks and, and how the Jets are getting you know blown out twenty seven nothing by backups? How are your Knicks? Listen, we got the eighth pick in the draft, and is that where you want it? Not not what you want, but it's it's not, what you got. It's not, it's not the worst thing in the world, you know. 
Mm. Yeah, I think it. the Padres are going to win the National League. I think they're better than the Dodgers. I mean, there's the, there's the fun team to watch, though. Like, yeah. Uh, before, last... before, you, before you get off the Mets, shout out Matt Harvey. Five runs, two innings. Ooh. <laughs> what team is he on? What team is Matt Harvey on? Kansas City. He's a Royal? Well, the Royals suck. Granted, five runs, the two first, innings, not really the, the team's fault. five batters off of him, like, in the first 15 batters, he gave up five home runs. Oh, they were all home runs. Oh. Oh, man. Well, that's, much, yeah. that's not what you're looking for. In related news, the Yankees are They all got scored off of home runs. Yeah, over the Rays right now. Runs, yeah. yeah, it's top nine. Okay. So they're going to beat the Rays today is what you're saying. Hopefully. Don't, yeah, they, they, they're having a lot of trouble with the fucking Rays lately. All of a sudden, Jaimin Choi is Ken Griffey Jr. against the goddamn Yankees. Also, the Braves are 25-11. and 11. They're actually not doing that bad. Yeah, they're so. a good team. Best team in the AL East. The Yankees are 19-14. Yeah. Second Sad. best team in the AL East. <laughs> With the fucking Blue Jays slowly creeping up on them. They made some moves, too. They did. They were buyers at the deadline. Which is interesting. Because I don't think I can look at the Blue Jays right now and think they can make a serious run in a World Series. Mariners made some, not the Mariners, the Marlins made some interesting moves too. They brought Starling Marte, who hit a home run tonight. I hate baseball. Yeah, man. Game-winning home run against Toronto, funny enough. Yep, see? Marlins right now are in a playoff spot. The Mets are only like a game out of a playoff spot, John. Why don't you care more? Because, listen, I honestly, like, I'm so tuned out of this baseball season. I thought it was going to be canceled after like two weeks. Oh, after so everything. Oh, so you're not a big found money guy. No, like I, like I, I genuinely am tuned out of this entire season. You know, like I'm like I, I, I get updates from basically you guys, and whenever uh, Zach starts ranting about what the how the Mets blew it next, you're so sad. Your whole fan base is sad. Your your savior Steve Cohen is just going to run the team into the ground more. I have a strange question. Okay. Why do the Yankees have numbers 1 through 10 completely all retired? Tom, pull up the Yankees retired numbers, and I'll tell you why. Well, three is is Jeter, three is Babe Babe Ruth, four is is Lou Gehrig, five is Joe DiMaggio. Seven's Mantle. Seven's Mantle. Six is Joe Torre, I believe. I just love that. Eight is Yogi Berra. Because after 10, it just goes 15, 16, then 20, 23, 32, 37, 42. A guy. 42 again. Well, Jackie Robinson and Mariano Rivera. And then 44, 46, and 49. A guy on the Yankees just became the first player in MLB history to wear 89. That's the last number that needed to be worn. 10 is Phil Rizzuto. Nine is Roger Maris. I got eight. Six is Bill. Eight's Bill Dickey. Yeah, there's two eights. Well, this only has. Oh, there is two yep. eights. Seven's Mickey. Six is Joe Torre. Who's one? One is. Oh, yeah, Billy Martin. Retired on principle. Yeah. <laughs> Retired. All, there's only one single digit number left. Which one? Zero. Oh. Adam Adovino wears it. Yeah. Tom, put your water on that side. I don't want you spilling shit. Just because I know how you get. <laughs> When we start talking about the Giants. <laughs> arms start swinging. Yeah, arms start swinging. Words start getting very unclear. Well, let's break it down. Let's break down the 2020 NFL season that starts next Thursday with the Chiefs and the Texans. Chiefs got their Super Bowl rings today. Andy Reid perhaps summed up having a Super Bowl ring with the best way ever. He's like, I'm going to have this ring. You only wear it for special occasions or when you want to get a cheeseburger. 
for free because if you flash this ring, odds are they'll give you a free cheeseburger. So every day for Andy Reid is a special occasion. Basically. Okay. The inside of the Chiefs ring has every game and the amount of points they were losing by in every game. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's a flex. That's that's such a flex. By the games they lost. They didn't lose any games in the playoffs. Oh, no, I'm not talking, I thought you were talking about the no. season, just the playoffs? No. Okay. Imagine they had the games they lost, too, how much we lost by. All right, John, do you want to start in the NFC or the AFC? Let's do NFC. Let's go NFC. It's a better conference, anyway. Start with the National Football Conference, the Eastern Division. Last year, the Eagles went 9-7, and seven, won the division. Cowboys went 8-8, eight and eight, Giants went 4-12, and 12, and the Washington Football Club went 3-13. and 13. Ooh, that's exactly what I have them going this year. That's fantastic news. Very... Tom, what are you leaning in for? I just want to see mine. Okay. Very uh, Trish, Trish got very original. Let's start off with Tom. Tom had the Giants going ten and six. Why do you think the Giants are going to win the division this year? I got I got I got faith in my team. I believe the defense has gotten better. The line has gotten better, and I'm hoping for a breakout performance from Daniel Jones to Darius Slayton. I'm with you, Tom. Except I went a little further. See now, I saw that video of Joe Judge today. Yeah. And it got me hyped because I'm starting to buy in, which is a dangerous thing. Totally. I, I saw the Giants sign Logan Ryan yesterday, which gets me hyped because I'm like, well, his defense, you know, not terrible. 12 and 4. It's giving you hope. Yeah, exactly. And the hope's a dangerous fucking thing. 12 and 4. So Tom has the Giants at 10 and 6. The Giants are plus 1,500 to win the NFC East. The Cowboys at 10 and 6. And missing the playoffs, the Cowboys, Tom, even, yeah. even at 10 and 6. The Eagles at six and ten, and Washington at one and fifteen. What here in the division? Why'd you make these choices? Why'd I make these choices? Like yes. all of them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll start going team by team. Washington, self-explanatory, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that's Dallas. I know Dallas is gonna be better than last year just because they got McCarthy, and I think that's gonna be a good system. That's gonna be a good system. I also think Dak Prescott's gonna have a great year because last year his receivers did lead lead the league and drop passes. So I think they're going to have like another two more wins. Still missing the playoffs, surprisingly, because of the Giants just being there. And, uh, you know, the additions of CeeDee Lamb, they really do something. And as for the Eagles, it's just it's hit or miss with them. And this year it's a miss. Now, let's go with the people who aren't here. Uh, Zach has the Giants at 13-3, and winning the division. Cowboys at 8-8, eight and eight, Eagles at 7-9, and nine, and Washington at 2-14. and 14. Kyle has the Cowboys at 12-4. and four. Uh, Cowboys minus 130 to take the division this year. That line is courtesy of FanDuel. All these lines are. And has them being the four seed in the NFC. Eagles 6-10, Giants 5-11, Washington 1-15. Nobody here has Washington with more than three wins this year. Really shows you what the Washington Football Club is doing there and makes you buy in. I have the Cowboys at 10-6 10 and 6 win the division. Giants at 9-7, and 7, taking that last wildcard spot, the extended wildcard spot this season, that 7 spot. Mm-hmm. The Eagles at 7-9 and 9 and Washington at 1-15. Now, Trisha's the Giants at 12-4. and 4, Division winner, 3 seed. Correct. Cowboys at 11-5, and 5, mm-hmm. 6. Uh, Eagles at 7-9 and 9, and Washington at 3-13. Why? Well, I think the Giants could do a lot better this season. You know, I was... As I was going through picking games, I was looking at these matchups, and I was like, ah, they could win that game. Ah, they could win this game. I think Dallas is definitely going to be a solid team. 11-5 and five is pretty fair. Uh, the Eagles, like Tom said, are pretty much just hit or miss. It depends on 
if the quarterback can stay healthy, if their line can stay healthy. A lot of variables that go yeah, into it. It's really – the Eagles always have issues with injuries. So, they, I think they're just going to struggle against 7-9. and nine. And then Washington's Washington, not 3-13. My logic into it is the Cowboys have too much firepower not to win this division, and I have the Giants as a dark horse team, which is why they sneak in there at 7. They don't make any noise in the playoffs in my eyes. If they would have played Tampa in the playoffs, I and think it's win the Super Bowl. I think it's playoff Tom Brady versus the Giants. I don't think it does well, but I, I tried so hard to get that matchup, but I couldn't get it. Now, John, I got it. yeah, you did, yeah, yeah, in the, in the first yeah, round. we'll get there. Uh, John has the Eagles at ten and six. Eagles plus one thirty to win the division. He also has them as the fourth seed in the NFC. Cowboys at eight and eight. Uh, Giants at four and twelve because you're an asshole, I guess. And Washington at one and fifteen. Why do you have yeah. the Eagles taking that division above yeah. uh, Dallas and so when New York? Was, when I was filling out this thing, this uh, this division actually was like kind of like a week to week. It was actually like a war of attrition by the end of it, pretty much. It was really close. Like it came it came down to week seventeen, pretty much. The Eagles end up going on to like get three game win streak to secure what they uh, their place as a division winners. And for me, I put the Cowboys at eight and eight because I think their defense took a lot of step backs, losing uh, Bobby Quinn to the Bears. And Byron Jones to the Dolphins this year, so I know that they there's been a lot of hype for what's his name Alden Smith coming back after five years out of the league, but I don't think he's gonna really do that much for them. Now the records don't reflect it for Washington, but is there any belief here that Dwayne Haskins will take a step forward in year two as quarterback of the Washington Redskins? No. Trish says no. And not with that receiving core. No. That's a big thing too. If you have nobody to throw to, I, mean, I also think that. he's gonna start. Did you see him like even playing the Giants? He just looked flustered on the field. The Giants were bad last by the end of the year. Though. He did get better by the end of the year. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Most like a lot of his first games, he looked really flustered. A lot of these were well, the quarterbacks mean, coming out of college. Now. NFL debut. Yeah, I know, but a lot of these quarterbacks coming out of college are coming in, and it's like it's comfortable for them. It's weird. They're rookies, and they're playing like they've been playing for ten years. But this kid came out, and he looked like a true rookie. He was scared. He was timid. He didn't really know when to throw the ball. Looked like he didn't know where to throw the ball. Here, here, let's play a game. Let's name Washington skill position players besides Terry McLaurin. Oh, man, my first one was going to be Terry McLaurin. Chris Sims. <laughs> AP. Yeah, Adrian uh, Peterson. Yeah. Antonio, Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Uh, the problem here is we're, me, Tom, and Eric have all named running backs. Simba. Dwayne <laughs> <laughs> Haskins. You need people Who's to the tight end? Well. Mm. Oh, Jeremy Sprinkle. Ooh, I know. Madden legend. Madden legend. Uh, Eric has the Jordan Reed. Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. Eric has the Cowboys at ten and six. The Eagles at eight and eight. The Giants at six and ten. Washington at three and thirteen. Eric also a part of that Cowboys train. What is it about the Cowboys that intrigues you? Is it the offensive side of the ball or more the defensive side of the ball? You know, here's the thing. The Cowboys went. What they go nine seven or eight and eight last year? Last year they went eight and eight. Yeah, and that was with a weakened offense and not a great defense. You pretty much hit all the holes that they had on defense. I think the Griffin signing was great. I think Alden Smith's coming back is a big-time dark horse. Taking a big flyer on Alden Smith. Very low risk, very high reward. But, again, you add C.D. Lamb to that offense. You know, you get some help for, for Zeke. I know they lost a couple of couple of big-time pieces, but I like Dallas this year. The thing is with the Eagles and 8-8, eight eight, the problem is with the Eagles, they're injury-prone. Very injury-prone. So that's my thing with Philly. It's not as much that they're hit and miss, but they're just, I can't trust Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz to stay on that field for 16 games. Yeah, Carson Wentz, 
What about Jalen Hurts, though? Jalen Hurts did take snaps in practice the other day. Heard he's looking pretty good. But I, yeah, I, he's looking good against his his guys. You know, I don't know how he's going to do go out, going out there and playing against another NFL defense. Yeah, it, it's 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 different. And if Wentz doesn't stay healthy, I don't believe the Eagles have a chance to win the division. And if Wentz doesn't stay healthy, I think this is the last year of Carson Wentz. I think they're really is a lot of interest in Jalen Hurts in that organization to make him the starting quarterback of the future. It, it's a hell of an insurance policy they they got there. Problem is, Wentz is on such a long-term contract. Yeah, a that's a too. big problem. You think that's untradeable? Like, uh, if he like, has another I, they, year with they his They somehow troubles? got rid of Nick Foles. But with injury troubles, I know. that's the thing. But I, feel I, like I think... I don't Jaguars think Jaguars got rid of Nick Foles. Jaguars got rid of yeah. Nick Foles' contract. But I don't think any contract's untradeable. Anybody will take that risk to have that starting quarterback. Like, I think Jacksonville's the type of team that would, too. I think if you offer the Rams a golf for Wentz swap, I think the Rams do it. Do the Eagles do it? You say, the let's the say the Eagles it. are offering it. and the, it, would, But would they do it after a year of injury this year? That's that the, exactly that's a big time question mark. And the Rams' offensive line is not great. Because I think I think the Eagles see Wentz as a top five quarterback. I don't I think, think he I is. Think. When he's healthy, there's potential there to be, but I don't think he is. He can't ever stay healthy. That's his problem. Yeah. At least in the regular season, he's he's a top five. <clears throat> when he's healthy, yeah. Uh, and let's someone to throw to. Let's go. Haven't seen him. He do doesn't it even in the really playoffs. need anyone to throw yeah. to. Yeah. So like yeah. he he's always injured right before the. Playoffs. Well, he got hurt in that playoff game. Last right, year, right, yeah. Josh McCown came in. Weren't they losing that playoff game? No, he got hurt very early. David Cullen drove him into the dirt, like, what, the second drive of that game? It was very early. Yeah, yeah. insanely early. Uh, NFC North now. This is Eric's team. He's a Viking fan. Last year, the Packers went 13-3, and took the division. Vikings went 10-6. and Bears went 8-8. Eight eight. Lions went 3-12-1 and last year. This year, for our picks, no ties. Like last year, we had a few picks for ties. These are assholes. But this year, no ties. Zach has the Packers win the division and being the second seed in the NFC at 14-2. and two. Packers plus 190 to take that division this year. Vikings at 79. Bears at 6-10. and 10, Lions at 5-11. and 11. Kyle has the Vikings win the division at 13-3. and three. The Vikings are plus 165 to win that division this year. He also has them as the second seed in the NFC. Packers scooping up a wild card spot at 12-4, and four, the sixth seed. Vikings at 4-12. and 12, Lions at 3-13. I'm going to start with Eric here, being the Viking fan that he is. Eric, Vikings at 10-6 and six and being the three seed in the playoffs this upcoming year. Is that because you're just a fan? What's the rationale behind it? I think it's more the fact that I think Green Bay really just over-exceeded expectations last year. I always saw Minnesota as the 10-6 and 6 team. I had them going 10-6 last year, and they hit the nail right on the head. I think they're going 10-6 this year. They lost pieces, and they replaced them. They didn't get better, but they replaced them. I do think Ngakwe is the step up from Griffin. I don't think Jefferson's a step up from Diggs, being a rookie, at least not right away. Um, plus... In general, this is a weak division. So, I, you know, Minnesota's usually good against Detroit. They usually split Chicago. So, I can tell you that's three games right there. And besides that, you're saying, what, seven more wins in the three seed? Yeah, it's doing I don't think that's out of the question. And the Packers, another year of rolling out Aaron Rodgers out there with no real weapons. They did sign Devin Funchess, but he opted out. Yeah, he's opted out. Yeah, (laughs) so... 
it's basically they're rolling out the same group as last year because they wasted the first round pick. I don't want to say wasted. They used the first yeah. round pick on Jordan Love. Didn't really get. They had another uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they had another running back. AJ Dillon, right? What was the name? Aaron but Rodgers was they, not. They already had a damn good running back as it was. Yeah. So. So I, it's. An, I, I don't. I don't really see them upgrading any of the skill positions on offense. Yeah, all they're doing is getting another running back that takes the ball out of Rodgers' hands anyway, just, you know, handing him off pretty much. Yeah. All I hear is that Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback, so they're still going to be ridiculously good. You team. don't even have uh, the Packers sneaking into a wild card spot there, Eric? I don't because I think there's one division that we're going to talk about in a little bit that's just so stacked that I think you're going to see the wild cards coming from over there. I think Green Bay at 7-9. and nine. The problem is, besides Devontae Adams... Who's a real receiving threat? Uh, Alan Lazard. Um, <laughs> is Marquez Valdez Scantling still there? There it I was is. Say, we, we really deal with Marquez Valdez Scantling yeah. as a wide receiver too. I can't see a team with Marquez Valdez Scantling as a wide receiver too making a deep playoff run. Seven and nine, I think that's about right. And then we'll see what happens next year. This is a big year for Green Bay. At the end of the day, you need wide receivers who can get open, especially in your depth positions like that. And I, I don't know if they have a guy who can really get open. Like, like, uh, I, I think Justin Jefferson can get open for Minnesota. Yeah, I think. Well, let's base. I, I think they're the, they're really the only team with a, a very a decent wide receiver core in the NFC North. Is Minnesota? I mean, yeah, the Bears. They have Allen Robinson, but I forget yeah. who do they have? Taylor Gabriel, too. I mean, who else do they have? The yeah, Bears? exactly. If we're here talking about if they have, do they Jimmy have? Jimmy Graham. They are have. they still rolling out Mitch Trubisky? As they are. Then For they're now. still going to lose. Okay, but that's that's the thing. What do you think the Bears went last year? I have absolutely no. They went eight and eight. It feels like they went so much worse. Really? Just because, yeah, right. That's exactly how I handled they, that. They, they won some late games against teams that were already clinching playoff spots. Yeah, so. didn't they beat the Rams last year? Late last year, I too? think so. Kyle, yeah, I think so. Kyle was. Mitch Trubisky is a terrible quarterback. He was the, he was the uh, the better's favorite I, to win MVP last year. He was. I picked him so in fantasy. Bad last year. The man could not throw a ball to save his life. All right, Tom in the NFC North has the Bears win the division at ten and six. The Bears are plus three seventy to win the division. He has the Packers going ten and six as well, scooping up the last wild card spot in the NFC. Jesus. He has the Vikings going eight and eight, and the Lions going a measly three and thirteen. Why do you think the Bears are going to rebound this year and win the division? Well, they got good receivers, and the defense still holds up well, even when they had uh, a bad offense last year. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky's down year. They still went eight and eight with that great defense. And I know it's biased coming out of camp, but they've been reports that Mitchell Trubisky looks like a whole new quarterback. Yeah. So I think that's enough to get another two wins and take a playoff spot, especially since I think Green Bay's going to have a down year. Nick Foles also sitting behind Mitchell Trubisky waiting for his chance. <laughs> Foles might do it. Mr. December. Uh, I have the Packers win the division at 11-5. and five. That's plus 190 to win the division. Uh, Vikings at eight and eight, Bears six ten, and the Lions at four and twelve. I like the Lions, I really do. I like Matt Stafford so much, but I can't, I can't pick the Lions to do anything more than that. I, I just that. think Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to show in the games that matter. And I think that's enough for eleven and five. I expect a little bit of a drop off from the Vikings. I have no faith in Kirk Cousins whatsoever, none. And I know Eric probably cringes a little bit hearing me say that, but I have no faith in that man. You should. Not, well, I got with the problem with the Vikings is. I still think the offense is really good, and Kirk Cousins can do well. 
It's just they did lose a couple of players on defense, including Everson Griffin and Limval Joseph, Xavier Rhodes. I know they replaced them and all that, but I think it needs like a year to blend, get some chemistry going. Yeah, it's Rhodes tough. Burn anyway. It, it, it's tough when you don't have when you put in new names on defense. You needn't all be working together, and some one miscommunication can cost you the game. Mm. Boom, I also like, like I also like our new offensive coordinator this year. Love him. Who's your offensive coordinator? Gary Kubiak. You guys got Gary Kubiak? Yeah. Huh. Doesn't change anything, ain't it? <laughs> uh, Trish has the Packers win the division at 15-1. and one. Uh, Vikings 5-11, and 11, Bears 5-11, Lions 4-12. Perhaps the most surprising thing is not that you have the Packers going 15-1 and one and being the number one seed in the NFC. It's that you have them winning the division by 10 games. Yes. <laughs> it's very lopsided. Who beats the Packers? Who's the can one? you tell me that? Uh, I don't remember. So here's how this You can happened. click on the team and it'll show you the schedule you picked. Should let you. Well, it's not letting you do it because you're on your phone, I think. But, okay, let, let's oh, just. Yeah, here we go. Hold on. Who beats the Packers? The Saints in the last game of the season after they had already clinched. Oh, they probably rested oh, their so starters. Oh, so they're resting starters. You think they're going to rest starters when they could go for 16-0? and 0? I think the Chiefs are going to do the same thing. Especially since you have three other teams in the conference going... Oh, no, no. The three other teams in the league. Okay, but they're still going for that number one team. Yeah. So, how do you have them having a 10-game lead over the team in second, (laughs) which is the Minnesota Vikings? Let me explain it a little bit, all right? You got them playing the Vikings. They're going to win that game. They're not that bad. They're not not that good. Neither is Aaron Rodgers. You got them playing the Lions. Dog shit team. See, I'm going 6-0 in the division. Hold on. You got them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, super division. You got them playing the Saints. Tough matchup, but I think Aaron Rodgers can do it. Then they play the Falcons at home. Like, come on. It says, like, come on for the Falcons. Then <laughs> they play the Bucks. Easy win. Yep. Tom Brady, Gronk, all that jazz. Then they play no the, match. The Texans. Deshaun Watson. Another easy win. Yep. They just got rid of, like, their whole team other than Deshaun Watson, so I'm not worried. Who'd they get rid of? Who'd they... A bunch of people. Name five. Name five. (laughs) Name two. I'll give you DeAndre Hopkins. Name another one. There was another guy. There was another receiver that they got rid of. Anyway, continuing. (laughs) They play the Vikings. They play the Vikings again at home this time. Beat them. Then they play San Francisco. Okay, I don't care care about you reading me their schedule and what they're going to win. What happens to the Vikings... Bears and Lions that combine they win 14 games. Yeah, not so much the Packers schedule. Those teams, the wait a minute, those teams combined don't win as many games as the Packers this year. How does that happen? What? Please explain it to me. <laughs> the Vikings made the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah. That, they won listen, a playoff game last year. They that, did. That, that, may be true. that may be true. It is true. I, I can't say here or there whether that's not true. But what I can say is Green Bay is a dominant team. They're going to dominate in their division and across the league. Is that it? What is 26 and 20? That was, that was the score of the Vikings Saints game. Okay. That's your point. They won. I don't care. All right. They barely won. They shouldn't have won but that game. I you look at the disappointment that I have the Bears winning that division at 10 and 6, tying with the Packers, well, and you go Tom, 15 and 1 Tom, with the Packers. you're not alone because John has picked the Bears to win the division at 11 and John, 5. John! And be the three seed in the NFC. He has the Packers going 10 and 6 and gaining that last wildcard spot. The Vikings below 500 at 7 and 9, and the Lions, the measly Lions, at 4 and 12. Why? 
Khalil oh, Mack out for revenge. Sorry. Gonna have a career year. And Nick Foles is gonna be coming in after they start one and Khalil four. Khalil Mack's gonna be a Raider They again. are going to be this year's Titans. Mark Wait a minute. Why is Khalil Mack gonna be a Raider again? You heard me. I did hear you. I asked you why. Josh will have to go back to that. That is my hot take. Is that the only reason the Bears missed the playoffs? The Bears, mark my words, are this year's Titans team, where they will start like two and six or two and four or whatever, and then their offense is gonna, you know, go. What about the Titans? Are the Titans not gonna be the Titans this year? You understand? You get the you get the point. No, I know what you're saying, but like, do you think the Titans are just gonna shit the bed this year? No, the Titans can still be good. The Titans are still the Titans, but the Bears are the Titans of this year. Uh, okay, can I go to the NFC West now? Are you, d- are you done? All right, it. NFC West last year was a very competitive division. Uh, 49ers at 13-3, Seahawks at 11-5, Rams at 9-7, and, and the Cardinals at 5-10-1. That last tie against uh, the the Lions last year where the Lions should have won that game and then should have lost that game yeah. and they ended up tying because ties. Fun games. Uh, Zach has the Niners going uh, – well, I, I fucked up something here. I fucked up. I put the the, the Lions in the NFC uh, West for some reason in Zach's, but I know how they're going anyway. Uh, Zach has the Niners at 14 and two, winning the division. The Niners are minus 105 to win the division this year. He has the Seahawks at 11 and five, and the Cardinals at 10 and six, uh, and, and the Rams at 10 and six. My bad. Mm. And the Rams are the last wild card team in the NFC, and the Cardinals going five and 11. Uh, Kyle has the Niners at 14 and two, winning the the conference. Uh, the Seahawks at 13 and 3 being the top wildcard spot. The Rams at 10 and 6 missing the playoffs, and the Cardinals also at 5 and 11. Uh, I'll start here. I have the Seahawks being the wildcard team, the second best team in that division, but I do think they're going to the Super Bowl, personally. I have the Niners win that division 13 and 3. Uh, Seahawks 12 and 4, so only one game behind. It's a very close division. Those two teams are very good. Uh, Rams at eight and eight, missing the playoffs, and the Cardinals at five and eleven. I, I like the improvements the Cardinals have made in the offseason, but it, it, there comes a point where you can put only put so much talent on the field at one time, and their defense is still a little suspect to me. They don't have the same ability to beat a team like a Seattle or a San Francisco. Short quarterback. You are a big opponent of the short quarterback. I am. Uh, you have. I have San Francisco. Uh, winning the division at eleven and five, being the fourth seed at eleven and five. Then I have Seattle as a seventh seed, uh, ten and six, and then I got LA as the ninth seed, six and ten, and then Cardinals at the thirteenth seed at four and twelve. Uh, I think San Francisco is going to be another a solid team again this year. Um, what did they go last year? Twelve and three. Who? Or twelve and four? Who? Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco went thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. Uh, I guess I had them falling off a little bit, but they're still going to be a solid team. They're still going to win that division. Uh, Seattle is definitely, you know, nothing to sneeze at. Like you, I had them very close, 11-5, And that, I guess, was good enough to make the playoffs for Seattle. Uh, the Rams just don't do it for me. Uh, they're, they're missing a lot of pieces right now, and it's just kind of glaring when you look at it. And the fact that they're playing in L.A., in this new stadium that's been built for them, whatever, it's not going to do anything for them because, one, they don't have any fans, so why build a new stadium? There's really no reason to it. And, uh, I mean, I think that's going to be their only uh, Even if there were fans, they'd be empty anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's their only advantage. They're used to playing in front of an empty stadium. Them and the Chargers are both used to playing in empty stadiums. And now they can just, everybody else is going to have to. 
So it's going to be a little weird for everybody, except for LA teams. John, thinking along the same lines as each of us. Uh, Niners, right? Yeah, Niners are fourteen and two. Seahawks thirteen and three. Seahawks having the top wild card spot. Cardinals and Rams missed the playoffs, both with seven and nine records. Now, the the person I really want to hear from, or the people at least, are Eric and Tom. Are the only people who have the Seahawks win the division. Seahawks plus two thirty to win the division. Uh, Tom has the Seahawks at fourteen and two. Eric has them at fourteen and two. Tom has the Niners being the five seed at thirteen and three, and Eric has the Niners being the five seed at twelve and four. So I'm gonna go to Tom first. Uh, why do you think the Seahawks possess a little bit more to pass the 49ers this year? Uh, I believe that personally, just because I believe Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo, and I believe overall they have better weapons than the uh, 49ers. Defense is up in the air, obviously, even with the adding of Jamal Adams for the Seahawks. But I think this year's finally the year Russell Wilson breaks through and gets the division title. Because every year, it seems, there's always an obstacle in the Seahawks' path. Last year, it was the Niners. The year before, it was the Rams. I think the year before that, it was the Rams again. And really, it's just the whole te- every single team in the NFC West has won the division at some point since the Seahawks have won a Super Bowl. And now I think it's the Seahawks' turn again. Eric, wh- wh- why do you have the Seahawks over the Niners? So, first of all, I think that the games between Seattle and San Francisco, much like they were last year, are going to be very, very close. I think you're looking at probably the two best teams in the NFC. I'm going with Seattle, first of all, because I trust Russell Wilson more than I trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I also like the Jamal Adams move. I think they overpaid a little bit. But Bobby Wagner's still there. Mm. Like He's a top three linebacker in the game. Plus, you got DK in his second year, just about to enter his prime. You still got Tyler Lockett. The only issue is with running back, if Chris Carson's good to go by the start of the season, this team is probably one of, if not the most complete team in the league. I'm so high on Seattle this year. If fans do come back, expect Seattle to be a powerhouse in the NFC. Seattle. I like them at 14-2, but San Fran 12-4. Those are really the top two. Let's even say and Seattle doesn't win the division and they sneak in as that top wildcard spot. That still warrants a home game now in the playoffs, being that five seed. Yep. A new wrinkle thrown into the NFL season this year. Uh, NFC South, and I think this is the division Eric was talking about being the powerhouse, considering he has three teams from the division making the playoffs. Last year, the Saints went thirteen and three, the Falcons went seven and nine, the Bucks went seventy nine, and the Bucks went five, uh, and the Panthers went five and eleven. Eric, I'm going to start with you. I, I, let me read Zach and Kyle's first. Uh, Zach has the Saints going fourteen and two, Saints minus one fifteen to win the division, and the Bucks going eleven and five, scooping up the fifth wild card spot, and then the Panthers and Falcons both going five and eleven. Zach, uh, Kyle has the Saints going thirteen and three. Uh, the Bucks going twelve and four, and being the last wild card spot, the seventh wild card spot. The Falcons being six and ten, the Panthers being four and twelve. Now, Eric, you're a little bit different. You still have the Saints to win the division at twelve and four, but you have the Falcons as the six at eleven and five, the Bucks as the seven at eleven and five, and the Panthers at the th- uh, at the last being three and thirteen. What is it about the Falcons that you believe propels them to being better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year? So, first of all, it, they're both 11-5. and five. It's just one divisional win. Um, I don't think it's that much. It's, there's not that much of a gap between Atlanta and Tampa Bay. It's just a one divisional win. But I like Atlanta this year for a couple of reasons. Number one, the duo of Calvin Ridley and Julio is big. I know they lost Hooper, but they said they wanted to throw Hayden Hurston, so be my guest. But Todd Gurley, okay, yes. 
his knee is torn to shreds. Okay, we I get that. If he comes back and is the Todd Gurley from two years ago, like he's coming out saying that he is, then Atlanta is a powerhouse again, and Matt Ryan is still a dominant quarterback. Yes, the line has some issues, and yes, the defense is hit or miss. But Atlanta's got a fiery offense. This the top three teams in that division have strong offenses. You notice how Carolina's building defensively. That's why. Now, the Falcons came on last year toward the end. Uh, tough start. There was talk of firing the head coach, but then they really turned it on week eight and over, week eight and after. A little bit of carrying that momentum in this, into this year, possibly. There wasn't a ton of turnover with the roster. There's some pieces gone, but a good amount, at least the main guys, the Flyers just won in overtime. A good amount, at least the main guys, are still there carrying into this year. So that could be big for the Falcons. A little bit of a familiarity you know, keeps them, I think, as a very legitimate team in that division to at least sneak into a wild card spot. I don't think they can compete with the Saints when it comes for division. But uh, they could sneak into the wild card spot. I have them. Have you looked at mine? Because you're going to be upset. I'm going to get there. Okay. I'm going to get there. Because you're going to be really upset. I'm going to get there. Listen, I see what you're saying. I I know the Falcons. They could do that. I know. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Let's read yours now, actually. You okay. have the Bucks at 13 and 3. The Bucks plus 160 to win the division this year. Saints at 13 and 3. Tiebreaker gives it to the Bucks, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's the the Bucks don't lose a game in division, apparently. Okay. <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> uh, the Panthers at 5 and 11. And then you have the Falcons at 1 and 15. Yes. What is the logic between the Falcons only winning one game this year? Well. I don't like the Falcons. Mm, let me tell you. you don't let say. Me tell you why the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. They were up <laughs> what twenty six points at half, and then just blew it all. I leave for that 10 was minutes. two years ago. I know how long ago that was. Three years ago. Basically the same team on the field. They're still that shit team in my eyes. I hate them because how do you do that? How can they, you call a team that went to the Super Bowl a shit team? Because they did that. You let Tom Brady yeah, get a fifth I know they did that, but they're still a, they were still a top team. They did that. You okay. don't do that and get to call yourself a top team. You're also different in the sense that you're the only one that have the Bucks winning the division. Ooh, really? Why? Tom Brady okay. and Gronk. Okay, me. that's it? Uh, well, that's not it. I mean, I feel like it's a really good Well, fit. I said why. You said Tom Brady and Gronk. That's the main reasons. Gronk's not even going to do amazing this year. Why not? Really? He's old. So? He's beaten. And? His body's falling four, apart. He's still enormous and can catch the he's ball. He's not even the best heads. tight end on that roster. That's fine. It's O.J. He's Howard. Still, he's Tom Brady's favorite. And O.J. Howard sucked last year, so I don't want to fuck him. They didn't throw that. to him. I know they didn't throw to him. Bruce Arians doesn't throw to tight ends. Yeah. You think Gronk? He didn't get any fucking points for me on fantasy last year. I, I said, what should I get as a tight end? And I was reading all this hype about O.J. Howard. Oh, personal. he's going to be so good. Yeah, it does sound very personal. dog shit, all right? I got like three points from one game. Draft better. That, uh, Just let him go. <laughs> honestly, I refuse. All right, I got Gronk this year. I have the Saints at thirteen and three, the Bucks at eleven and five, sixth spot in the NFC. Falcons at six and ten, and the Panthers at four and twelve. Tom has the Saints at twelve and four, the Bucks at eleven and five, the Falcons at seven and nine, and the Panthers at four and twelve. So you and I are basically the same. Yeah. You don't really see any kind of change in the guard when it comes to the Saints being the top team in the NFC South. Uh, no, I still think they're the top team. It's just uh, the only difference I really see this year is that this is where I think my division, like with this division, my uh, predictions for it might be the least accurate because I can still very well see a chance where a lot of these teams are all in a playoff race late in the season. There's a part of me who kind of wants to see Jameis Winston. 
Dude, now know, backs right? up Drew Brees because cool. I think he could do better than Teddy Bridgewater did last year. Did, did you want to know the one team that the Falcons beat? Sure. Yeah. It was the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, wow, Eric. Uh, <laughs> John has the Saints going thirteen and three. The Bucks at eleven and five. The Falcons at six and ten, and the Panthers at thirteen and three. Wait, so, wait, what? Wait, not use the Panthers at thirteen and three. Three and thirteen. <laughs> my bad. Whoa. No real difference between you, me, and Tom. Yeah, pretty much. The, I mean, there's still a, a clear top team at the top of the conference, and there's a, definitely a second team. Yeah, same, but, I, and the Panthers and Falcons are yeah, basically in the same boat. I will Not say, for Trish. Tom, get new glasses. Yeah. My God, man. This is the sixth time you just since got those we glasses. sat down here. You just got those glasses. That They're popping out of the frame. What the did you do? Falling out what did you do? Podcast. What did you do? You know. All right, let's Saints, move to the AFC. Hey, what are you going to say? I, I just want to say more. Like, the Saints, definitely, for that, for like <laughs> all the reasons you said before, they're my pick to make the Super Bowl. I, I, I think this It's is still Drew Brees throwing the ball. Yeah, I think it's Brees' last, like, you know, run. Sh- run. So I think I, I think they're my pick, yeah. The refs beg to differ, my friend. <laughs> we'll see, my friend. American Football Conference. Let's start with the Eastern Division. Um, oh <laughs> Zach and Kyle. Zach has the Patriots going 10-6 and six and winning the division. The Patriots are plus 115 to win that division. Kyle agrees with him, 10-6 and six Patriots. They both have the Bills going 10-6, and six, being mm. the second team in that division and the five seed in the AFC. Zach has the Dolphins going 3-13, and 13, the Jets going 2-14. and 14, And then Kyle has the Jets going 6-10, and 10, the Dolphins going 5-11. and 11. Hmm. I'm going Kyle. to start here uh, because... Actually, no, I'm not going to start Mine's here. Gonna Trish is going to start. Again. Trish is going to start. All right, Trish so has I, the... Wait up. No, no, no. Let me read it. Trish has the Bills being the second best team in the AFC. AFC. Whoa. With a record of 15-1. and one. The Bills are plus 125 to win the division. You have them with 15 wins and not getting a first round bye. Explain. Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City Kansas has City. the tiebreaker. <laughs> They're both a 15 and 1, and Kansas City wins. You also have the Patriots going 9 and 7, the Jets going 6 and 10, and the Dolphins going 3 and 13. They all missed the playoffs, too, which is the best part. Last year, you had the Dolphins going an insane, like, 12 and 4. Fitzpatrick was actually. He's still playing. there. But he's not playing. He's starting. He's not competing for he's a starting. starting job. As of right now, he's the starter. I didn't know yeah, that. But he's not <laughs> yeah, but to, to be fair, you're right. He's not competing because it's his job yeah, to lose. There's no need to compete. <laughs> Is it his job? It's his job. Win? Fuck, I need to redo this whole thing. <laughs> that would literally change everything. <laughs> I know exactly. Josh Rosen is still there. But yeah, we, Josh Rosen's still there. Well, fuck Josh you know, Rosen. You got to look at the, you know the chart of Fitz Magic to Fitz Tragic, right? Yes. Yeah. Since We're getting the, there. Since he's the starter right now, this is gonna be the, the wheels are going to fall off yeah. soon. And so when Tua starts, and then eventually he comes off the bench again. If Tua gets hurt, then he'll then we'll see Fitz Magic again. John, this is your division. You yeah. have the Patriots at ten and six, uh, the Bills at eight and eight, going only five hundred this year. Josh no Rosen. confidence in your New York Jets, five and eleven, That's and the right. Dolphins at four and twelve. That's about right. What's wrong with your Jets? I know there's something you're sitting on that you want to talk about right here because we talked about it twice now before this. So, as you all know, there's a lot of stuff coming around, uh, news coming around about uh, training camp these days. And so, my Jets, my Jets, there was a scrimmage last week, the first scrimmage with the pads on that the, the team had had, and the starters were beaten by the backups 27 to nothing. 
So the, the starters got r- railed. They got they were thoroughly routed. Uh, Darnold threw a pick six to our third rounder Ashton Davis, and uh, you guys yeah. are in mid season form. Yeah, we're in mid season form exactly. Adam Gase, the offensive guru. You know, it's obvious. You know that he's had our team working on something, and everyone's already hurt. Brashad Perriman is hurt. Our free agent wide receiver signing. You know what signing. you need? Denzel Mims. Are, you know what you need? What do we you do? need a coach who's willing to roll around the mud a little bit. You need yeah. Joe Judge. Listen, I, I will I will not deny that video got me hyped. Like, you know. Like, yeah, I know. I got me feeling. That's, you that's, hyped. That's, 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 that's fucking football right here. there. That's football <laughs> right there. You know, you see a man just diving in the mud like that. I see a man rolling around in the mud. I'm thinking football. I see a man rolling around in COVID. All right? That's what I see in that video. Just jumping in, just loving the COVID in his face. Uh, Tom has the Bills going 12-4. and four. I do. Uh, Explain yourself. Miami at 6-10, and 10, Jets at 5-11, and 11, Patriots at 4-12. and 12. Why such yeah. a drop-off from the Patriots this year? Uh, you know, uh, you got Cam Newton there, and I, I really don't think he's going to be able to do anything, like succeed in that environment. Go ahead. Open that louder. <laughs> he's eating a nutty buddy. Okay, so I, I don't think Cam Newton can really succeed in that environment. And Roger on top of that, I know Bill Belichick had a ton of people opt out on the defensive side of the ball, and I, I just don't think they can hang. I think this is all a plot to try and tank for the one seed, which it won't work. What about Jared Stidham? Do you think he has what it takes? Big Jared Stidham? No. no? no? Not, I'm not re- at the moment. He's not even slated to be starter. Well, I'm a big Jared Stidham guy, and I have the Patriots as 10 and 6, uh, being the sixth seed. The Bills at 11 and 5 winning the division. Jets at 6 and 10 because I hate the Jets and they suck. The Dolphins at 5 and 11, which really hurt me because I really thought they were going to do better. I, the, I had the Dolphins starting like 3 and 2, and they finished 5 and 11. Uh, oh, it's like what the Bucks did that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like what Detroit does every year. Yeah, basically. Eric has the Patriots winning the division at 9-7, and seven, the Bills tying them at 9-7, and seven, but all, evidently missing the playoffs, the Dolphins at 5-11, and 11, and the Jets at 4-12. and 12. Uh, Eric, why, why such a drop-off from the Bills this year? Why did they miss the playoffs? The thing is with the Bills, like, it's tough, um, I think, because you're going to see another team that I think is going to make the playoffs over the Bills. I think it's going to be between those two. But I like New England this year. I was riding on them getting Cam Newton. They got Cam Newton, and Belichick's excited to work with Cam Newton. And listen, you never count out Bill Belichick. Do you? Uh, no, he's actually my guy to win head coach of the year. Yeah. My guy. He's my runner-up. But I love the moves that the Patriots made, you know, in order to replace Brady. And I know they had no cast space to work with in order to do that. So the fact that they're doing – Doing this and still going nine and seven, you got to give it most of the credit to Bill Belichick. And you know we've counted him out before. Don't do it again. It'll bite you. Uh, let's look at the AFC North now. The Ravens last year finished fourteen and two. Steelers eight and eight. Browns six and ten. Bengals two and fourteen. That got him the first overall pick in Joe Burrow. This year, uh, Zach has the Ravens going fourteen and two. The Ravens are minus two hundred to win the division. Uh, he has them being the number two seed in the AFC. The Steelers at nine and seven, missing the playoffs. The Browns at four and twelve, and the Bengals at three and thirteen. Kyle has the Ravens going fifteen and one, being the best team in the AFC. The Steelers at eight and eight, the Browns at eight and eight, and the Bengals at three and thirteen. Now I want to go to another person who has the Ravens at fifteen and one this year. That's Trish, your yeah. third fifteen and one team, and your second one so far in the AFC. They have. They're the three. They're seed. the three seed. Yeah. Yeah. At at so fifteen and one. Two yeah. fifteen and one teams. There's three in the uh, the AFC. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, and they're one, two, and three perspective, respectively. <laughs> so. <laughs> I also have the Steelers, Steelers going ten and six. The perhaps the most interesting one is the team you have in last place in this division. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You have the Bengals seven at seven and nine, and, and the, then the Browns at zero and sixteen. We're running that shit back again. <laughs> he takes a victory bite out of his nutty buddy. It somehow keeps getting worse over there in Cleveland, huh? Why do they go zero and sixteen? What happens? Does Baker Mayfield just opt out? Like, no, it's like, Baker Mayfield's fault. Oh, like, <laughs> like first oh. an unexpected wrinkle in the Cleveland Browns season this year. I just, I just want to take a timeline of like Cleveland through the years in your opinion and like in your perspective. Earlier then. this year, so, he said they were winning the Super Bowl this year and the Super Bowl next year. In 2016, they went one and 15, then 0 right. and 16. Yep. Then seven and uh, seven. I think the, seven, seven, eight, eight and one. Mm-hmm. Seven, eight and one. Yeah. Then six and ten. Yeah. Then 0 and 16 again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, their, their peak was 7, 8, and 1 under an interim head coach. All right, so here's what Great happened. Do they fire their head coach? No. Mm. No. They, the they, Hugh they Jackson defense again. <laughs> no, what happens is Odell starts telling the coach what to do, and the coach starts listening. Mm, yes, the <laughs> Odell, Odell is offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he's not... Listen, is the offense? There's still an offensive coordinator. It's but Odell. He, it's really just kicking him. him in the face, yeah, and pissing okay. on him on the sideline, and then the offensive coordinator is limping over to the head coach and telling him Odell wants to play this. And that's what happened. Cool. 16. Thank you. I have the Ravens going 13 and three. The Steelers eight and eight. The Browns seven and nine. And the Bengals four and twelve. I still think the Ravens are the most dominant team in this division. I don't think it's really close in that regard. Put some respect on Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I did. Man. I put him at eight and eight. That's not that's respect. Not respect. That's respect. That defense, no, man, brought me to eight and eight without him. Tom has the Ravens at twelve and four. The Browns at ten and six, and being the five seed. The Steelers at six and ten, and the Bengals at five and eleven. You are still not expecting anything out of the Steelers. You're expecting a big step forward for Cleveland. Yeah. Why? I think this is the year they get their shit together. The talent on the team is undeniable. They got a great defense. They got the that? offensive pieces. They just got to figure it out. That was supposed to be last year. Where have I heard I'm that aware. before? Okay. <laughs> They've been saying that 30-something years. I wish I don't have the Steelers in like the playoffs like some people here. You got a problem with me? Yeah, I do. Because I will take you on, little man. You know, speaking of other people who have the Steelers, hey, speaking of other people who have the Steelers in the playoffs, John has the Steelers going fourteen and two, winning the division. The Steelers are plus three forty to win the division. He has the Ravens at thirteen and three, being the five seed. The Browns are seven and nine. The Bengals are four and twelve. Why do you have the Steelers losing only two games this year? I respect that. Before you say anything, yeah. I love that move. Let's go. I, I I think all of that's just incorrect. Well, let me explain myself. <laughs> They did okay with Duck Hodges on the ball. Exactly. Duck. Mason Rudolph like, was, may, might have been one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen with my own two eyes. That man got smashed on the head. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Not even that. You saw David Fales. I know, no, Luke Falk, you're talking. Well, David Fales never played. Okay, Luke team. Falk then. Sorry. Yeah. I got those two confused in my mind. The, the, top, the three worst quarterbacks I had the displeasure of seeing last year was Luke Falk. Kyle Allen, and then a Kyle. Oh, come on, Kyle Allen wasn't Kyle bad. And then, <laughs> he started like five and zero. Oh. And then to listen, that there is, and then the combo- the combination of Duck Hodges and like Mason Rudolph is like some and like some terrible quarterback hybrid is the, like number the, the third worst quarterback I've ever seen. I love Mason Rudolph getting smashed on the head with a helmet, and then the head coach moving on from him two weeks later because he's not our guy. The crumbling and failure of Kyle Allen after starting like five and zero was inevitable, and it's not his fault. It it was bound to happen. It's Carolina. It was I, so sad. It, w- it, it was. was. 
they were extremely some, sad. There were some implosions in that. In that, like there were some like multi-interception games, like three interceptions, four interceptions. They should have won that game against Green Bay. They really, yeah, that game was close as hell in the in the final minutes. But uh, Eric has the Ravens at twelve and four, Browns and Steelers both at eight and eight, and the Bengals at five and eleven. So Eric, you're not really seeing a change at the top here when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens. No, I am not. But shout out Utah. They just came back from a twenty-something point deficit to tie this game. Wow. Yeah, I saw Mitchell had fourteen straight points earlier in the third. So hey, football watch. episode. <laughs> Football's hey, back. Hey. I've been waiting for this. Basketball means nothing anymore. Hockey, move over. Football's here. Exactly. <laughs> Baseball. Uh, no, you were here. I do like. I do like the Ravens at the top. I don't think there's a lot of change at, at that the top of that division. Big Ben's getting up there in age, but I do expect a good comeback season from Juju. Big Ben was almost my comeback player of the year. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later, who I chose instead. But, yeah, I, I can't see anybody topping Baltimore. I do see a slight regression because I think teams are going to start to figure out Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I, I still think – I think after this year we could have a problem when it comes to figuring him out. I think he's got one more year of this being really a wild card to people. As long as he can continue to throw the ball with decent accuracy, he's going to be a fine quarterback in this league. And uh, I, I don't really see another team that can you know, beat that team right now. In that division, at least. We're going to save the best for last year. We'll do the AFC South last, because there's some questions that need to be posed towards somebody here. <laughs> Is it me? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> so the AFC West... Um, Trish has the Chiefs at 15 and 1. The third AFC team in 15 and 1 and a team gaining the one. first round by. The yes. Chiefs are minus 420 to win the division. Right on. Nobody else here has a team that's not the Chiefs winning. There is another person with the Chiefs at 15 and 1. It is Zach. Zach has that. the Chiefs at 15 and 1. So do I. Kyle has the Chiefs at 14 and 2. For Zach, it's 10 and 6 Chargers being the 17th sneaking in, the 17th sneaking into the playoffs and then causing a whole bunch of a mess that we'll get to <laughs> later. He then has the Raiders at 8 and 8 and the Broncos at 2 and 14, which just ain't going to happen. Kyle has the Broncos at 5 and 11, the Raiders at 5 and 11 and the Chargers at 5 and 11. You Oh, wise one. I have. Has the Raiders at 10 and 6 yes. and being the 6th seed, the Chargers at 6 and 10 and the Broncos at 4 and 12. Yes. The Chiefs are fifteen and one. I understand. Right on. I I understand. This is actually a pretty accurate pick. Aside from the Broncos, I don't think they're going four and twelve. Why not? I think you switch the Broncos and Chargers. Okay. I, I listen. But that could go either way for me. I really don't care about those. Who do you teams. have the Chiefs losing to? Oh, hold on. I'll tell you in a very quick second. Uh, Who do you have the Ravens losing to? They also lose the last game of the season, and they lose to the Giants. Who? They lose. No, that's the Super Bowl, man. Oh, sorry, my bad. Hold on, let me go up a little bit. <laughs> Just gave away Trish's Super Bowl pick. <laughs> uh, week 15 against the Saints. Okay, who do you have the Ravens losing to? Ooh, I'll tell you that in a second as well. I wish one of these was like a really bullshit team. The, the Ravens lose... Um, to the Washington Football Club. <laughs> no, I can guarantee that's not it. Yeah, to the Chiefs. Okay. Week three. So it's just a web of everybody losing to each other. And then <laughs> That's all it is. Hold on. Uh, Green Bay, I might have gotten wrong. I think I just looked at their last game and said, oh, they lost that game. So No, yeah, they lose week 16 against the Titans, Green Bay. You have the, yeah. 
if the Titans lose into the the Packers lose into the Titans, yeah, that's their 16. one loss. That's their one loss in the right. season, other than when they get defeated by the Saints, who right. then go on to get defeated by well, the Giants. I'm curious, why are the Raiders are 10-6? What intrigues you about the Raiders to put them in a wild card position? John Gruden. Okay. I had a feeling that was going to be the answer. I don't know really why they really the answer. Also, and the reason I said uh, Khalil Mack is going to go back to the Raiders is because Gruden wants him back on the Raiders. And apparently he's out there looking to try to make a deal to get him back on the Raiders. Didn't, didn't he? Is that, in, is that inside? Wait, is that insider information? Where the hell did you get that? <laughs> I heard it. Ah, Where he heard it. Like, were you outside walking in the street and you just heard it in the wind? Like, <laughs> like you see John Gruden? He was talking about. Hey that. man, I'm trying to get Khalil back, man. <laughs> Thank you, John Gruden. He's upset. He never tried to break play with you. Know, somebody told me that John Gruden wants Patrick Mahomes on the Raiders. I don't know if you heard that. Everybody wants Patrick Mahomes on their team, though. That's fair. I don't Everybody wants do. Khalil Mack. Why? Why? They have Lamar. Eh. Why Patrick Mahomes is supposed to be quarterback. Use Lamar as yeah, a running two back. quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> fucked up. He has done so much work to not be known as. I have back. the Chiefs at fourteen and two. The Raiders Plus are seven and nine. The Broncos are five and eleven, <laughs> and the Chargers are four and twelve. Tom, you have the Chiefs at twelve and four. The Raiders at nine and seven. The Broncos at nine and seven. The Chargers at three and thirteen. You have the Raiders being the last wild card spot. Yeah. Why? Just Strides, say John man. Gruden. Just say John Gruden. I'm not gonna just say That's John Gruden. That's all you Gruden. have to say. How much of it? How much of it is John Gruden? You get an automatic pass. about fifty, maybe eighty. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe eighty. Eighty. Maybe eighty. Eighty. 80. <laughs> Is Marcus Mariota going to get any snaps at quarterback? No. Three. Yes. The whole year? Three games or three snaps? Three snaps. Okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. He's going to catch three touchdowns as a receiver. <laughs> yeah. Sure John, plays. Oh, my God, yeah. John has the Chiefs at 15-1, and one, the yes, Raiders John. at 9-7, and seven, the Chargers at 8-8, eight and eight, the Broncos at 7-9. and nine. Why, why are the Chargers going 500? If Zach was here, I'd be digging into him. But he's not, so I have to dig into you. 8-8? Eight and eight? I th- I think if you've been watching Hard Knocks, they got some talent on that team, man. It's just they're not gonna show the bad things. It's Hard Knocks. <laughs> no, I watched that going, man. Justin Herbert's a damn good no, quarterback. No, but like no, but I mean, like you watch it, and you're like, oh wait, oh shit, they got good players on the roster. Derwin you know, James secondary. is out six to eight months. But Phil Rivers is got... a choke artist. Phil Rivers is on the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know where he is. I'm just trying to one. throw that out there. Throw he's more shade at Phil good. Rivers. I think that. Even that, they him. got the I what's his name, uh, Kevin. Uh, I think his name's Kevin King. Kevin King, the corner. Uh, they got Chris Harris from Denver. They and yeah, they got weapons on offense too, man. Yeah, yeah. Who? Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen. Yeah. Mike Williams. Okay. Austin Eckler. Yeah, Keenan Austin Eckler. Hunter Henry. Eric really came Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Okay. <laughs> and Eric has the Chiefs going 13-3, and three, the Broncos going 11-5, and five, the Raiders going 7-9, and nine, the Chargers going 4-12. and 12. You have the Broncos picking up that five spot in the NFC, in the AFC. Why do you have the Broncos making the playoffs? I love Denver. Um, first of all, I love the three-headed monster running back, Gordon, Lindsey, Freeman. And if Locke takes that step up, which he did, Denver looked like a whole different team that second half of the year. If that's what we're getting from Drew Locke, Denver's making the playoffs. Okay. Listen, I can't argue it. And, Cor- you know, you still got Corden Sutton. You got Jerry Judy. Uh, no offense, supposed to break out soon. This offense looks loaded for Denver. Last division, we got to go through the AFC South. Uh, I'll start with me. Do we have to. Yes. I'll start with me. I have the Titans winning the division somehow. I thought I had the Colts. 
fuck. I have the Titans going 12 and 4. Titans are plus 165 to win the division. The Texans being the 5 seed, 12 and 4. The Colts being the 7 seed, 9 and 7. And the Jags going 1 and 15. Tom has the Titans going 12 and 4, plus 165 to win. Texans going 10 and 6. Colts missing the playoffs at 5 and 11. Jags going 1 and 15. Why do you think the Colts are going to miss the playoffs? Uh, I really just don't believe in Phillip Rivers. I think he had a bad season last year, and I really don't think they'll be able to achieve any success with Phillip Rivers as starting. Now, they can move back. Don't you pick up a mic yet. We'll get to you. I was going to ask him. They can move. What? Okay. okay. They can move back to Jacoby Brissett, but I think That's what at I was that point ask. What about Jacoby Brissett? I think at that point the damage will be done. It shows that they don't believe in Jacoby Brissett, and at that point it also shows they now don't believe in Phillip Rivers and it really just will be a downward spiral. Say his name correctly or you're not allowed to leave this show. Who? Jacoby Brisket. Well, how would you like him to say it? Brisket. Brisket. Oh. Say I th- it now. I thought you were going to say like the opposite, like Jacoby or something. Jacoby Brisket. <laughs> Thank you. Zach has the Texans at 10-6 and six win the division. They are plus 320 to win the division. Colts at 10-6, and six, the Titans at 7-9, and nine, and the Jacks at 2-14, and 14, the Colts being the 6th seed. Uh, Zach, uh, Kyle has the Titans being 12-4, and four, win the division 3 seed. Colts being 9-7 and seven as the 6th. Texans 8-8, eight and eight, sneaking into the 7, and the Jags at 0-16. Oh uh, John, you have the Titans at 11 and 5, win the division as the 3. Texans at 8 and 8, sneaking in. Colts at 4 and 12, Jags at 0 and 16. Only four wins for the Colts? Yeah, I'm, I'm like I don't think that Philip Rivers experiment's going to work out for them. And you know, I think, I just think with the weird season that's going to be this year that we're going to see the teams with like a new quarterbacks, uh, rookie quarterbacks, and like there's people in a new system. People are going to struggle right out the gate. And with the Colts, I feel like that's going to be too much of a hump for them to get over. Eric has the Colts at 10-6, and six, uh, winning the division. The Titans at 9-7, and seven, the Texans at 9-7, and seven, both 6-7 and seven in the AFC. You have the Jags going 3-13, and 13, which I thought was too many games to give them. But you have the... You, you do have the Texans and the Titans both making the playoffs here, which we are very close to having a whole division making the playoffs under this new system. But there always is one team that comes in and is just dog shit in a division all the time. Last year, the Jags went 6-10. and 10, And I think we can all... Eric, I know you agree with this. We can all clearly look around and see the Jags are a significantly worse team now than they were last year. Correct. It's reflected in their records. Eric says three and thirteen. Kyle says zero oh and sixteen. Zach says two and fourteen. You're scared to talk to me, and I know it. John says I'm getting you. John says zero oh and sixteen. I say one and fifteen. Tom says one and fifteen. How the hell do you have the Jaguars winning five games this year? Five and eleven. Who do you have them beating? I will tell you in a second. Hold on. Uh, Trish has the Colts win the division eleven and five. The Titans at the seven seed at ten and six. The Texans and Jags winning the same amount of games at five and eleven. Who do the Jags beat? Okay, the Jaguars go. Two and zero for the first two games. What the fuck? They beat the Colts. Oh, no, not 2 0. 0 2. My bad. Oh, okay. Then oh, their gosh, first win God. is against the Dolphins. Their second win is against the Bengals. Their third win is against the Lions. And then they don't get a win for a while. <laughs> let, me, let me move forward to week 12 when they beat the Browns. And then immediately after that, go back to back and they beat the Vikings. <laughs> um, and then that's, that's, that's it. it. That's, they don't have any more wins. They just yeah, yeah, Eric's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> they just lost Leonard Fournette and traded Yannick Ngakwe. 
Is this all just like Minshew mania for you, Trish? Yeah, what like, is what it? Is I love like, Gardner Minshew. Man. Is that it? That's not the only reason. That, I think give me another one. I think they're better than all the teams I named. You think they're better than Cleveland? Yes. Minnesota? Minnesota? Yeah, fuck soda, man. I, <laughs> I like Packers. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, wait, wait, the Texans have a rough start to this season. Oh, shit. They go 0-4. Trish, how do you have three teams going 45-3 and and Jacksonville goes 5-11? and Listen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. So, hold on. <laughs> I don't know. So, the Texans uh, don't get their first win until they play the Jaguars week five. Uh, and then oh they God. win again against the Titans. Then they lose. And then they win two in a row. Oh, man. <laughs> this was not nice for them. They win two in a row, 9-10, and ten, against the Jaguars again. They wipe the Jazz, uh, the Jags. And then uh, then they beat the Browns. And then the, the they only win one more game, and it's against the Bears. Okay. Sound logic. Minshew mania. Wild card weekend. NFC. Ooh, uh, we're back on that. Tom has San Fran beating Chicago, the Giants beating Tampa Bay, and New Orleans beating Green Bay. Why did the Giants beat the Buccaneers? Uh, Tom Brady can't get it done against the Giants. Okay. It's just like his kryptonite. I have Seattle over Dallas, Tampa Bay over Green Bay, and then San Francisco over the Giants. Trish has New Orleans over San Fran, the Giants over Dallas, and Tampa Bay over Seattle. There's n- Why New Orleans over San Fran? Also, the Giants as a two as a three seed is just something else. But, but why? I honestly think New Orleans uh, can best San Fran. Uh, you know, you still got Drew Brees. He's still a solid quarterback. I know he's not home, but he plays well on the road too. John has number five Seattle over number four Philly. Number six Tampa over number three Chicago. Number two New Orleans over number seven Green Bay. Uh, Philly sneaks in there, and they're really no match for for uh, Seattle, are they? Yeah, no. Nah. Like yeah. it's the same result as pretty much last year. Once probably, you know, leaves the first quarter with an well, injury. Seattle was my seven seed, by the way. I know. Okay. They lose to the Bucks in the play in the uh, that round. Zach has the number four Giants over the number five Bucks. I'm guessing the same reason as you, as Tom. Uh, has the number three Saints over the number six Seahawks. The number seven Rams over the number two Packers. Kyle has the number five Seahawks over the number four. Cowboys, the number three Saints over the number six Packers, the number seven Bucks over the number three over the number two Minnesota Vikings. Sorry there, Eric. Eric has the number five Niners over the number four Cowboys, the number three Vikings. That's 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 a terrible pick. The number three Vikings over the number six Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not happening, Eric. Sorry. The number two Saints over the number seven Falcons. Why do you think the Vikings can beat the Buccaneers? First of all, I think that game's going in overtime. Uh, I'm saying that now. I'm going to put OT now. Yeah. Um, no, the thing is, like, I don't like Tampa's cornerbacks. I just don't like that secondary. I don't like Minnesota's Tampa. quarterback. And if we see a similar situation that we saw last year against New Orleans happen in Tampa Bay, this could definitely be a Minnesota win. Don't worry. They're losing next round. Tom, in the wild card in the AFC, has number four, Baltimore over number five, Cleveland, number three, KC over number six, Houston, number two, Tennessee over number seven, Las Vegas. Is that just all teams overpowering the other team? Uh, Yeah, basically. It's pretty much what you expect. A beatdown? Yeah. Uh, I have number four, Houston over number four, uh, number five, Houston over number four, Buffalo, number three, Tennessee over number six, Houston, and number, why do I have Houston on here twice? Who's my five seed? Who's my sixth seed? 
<laughs> oh, the Patriots. Okay, yeah, I have number three Tennessee over number six New England, and uh, number two Baltimore over number seven Indianapolis. I, I don't think I, I think Houston beats the shit out of Buffalo. I just really do. I don't know why. I just think that's the way that would go. Right, so Houston didn't make the playoffs in mine. I know. I had uh, the number five Steelers over the number four Colts. I had yes. the number two Bills over the number seven uh, Titans. Yes. And I had the number three uh, Ravens over the number six Raiders. No faith in John Gruden in the playoffs, huh? It's not that I don't have faith in him in the playoffs. It's just... You've seen Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I have seen Lamar Jackson. I think he can finally string it together this year, especially against... You know, the Raiders. It sounds like you have no faith in John Gruden. It's not that I have no faith in John Gruden. I have the Ravens going all the way to the uh, conference final. Is it because you have no faith in John Gruden? That's not why. That's why. That's just uh, just the way that that I picked them. Knock on wood if you're with them. John has number five Baltimore over number four New England, number two Pittsburgh over number seven Houston, and number three Tennessee over number six Las Vegas. Baltimore over New England, even though New England is the higher seed. Do you think they're just overpowering them, or I think New England just has the higher seed because divisional. Way yeah, that's that's why. Yeah. home so, field advantage play anything into it? If no, there's fans I, by then, it's I gonna think, be a cold game. I think the I think the like the advantage more goes to Baltimore for just Lamar wanting revenge, like not revenge, but he, I feel he has something to prove. That entire team has something to prove after getting outed early in the divisional round last year. So I think that's why I have them making to the. The, well, I have them making to the divisional round, yeah. Zach They're has the number five seat. Bills over the number four Patriots, the number seven Chargers over the number two Ravens. God only knows why. The number three Texans over the number six Colts. Kyle has the number five Bills over the number four Patriots, the number two Chiefs over the number seven Texans, the number three Titans over the number six Colts. Eric has the number four Patriots over the number five Broncos, the number three Colts over the number six Titans, and the number two Colts over the number seven Texans. Um, the most interesting, Ravens. the most interesting game. Oh uh, yeah, whoa! I saw Baltimore and thought Colts. Attaboy! Whoa! Back. Live! Whoa! Whoa! We were not yet conceived. The Colts Titans game is the one that intrigues me the most because I think that could really go either way. Uh, I don't know how you had the season series between the two teams, but why in the playoffs is Philip Rivers getting the win there in your eyes? Well, first of all, Philip Rivers, besides a few bad games, he's not bad in the playoffs. That Chargers team went into Baltimore a couple years ago and beat Lamar Jackson when they really shouldn't. Lamar hasn't done shit in the playoffs, and you know it. That's literally what he just said, basically. Oh, no. He okay. said he walked in and beat Lamar Jackson like it's some great feat. Everybody's beating Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Well, they manhandled that team. I remember that. That was like two years ago. It's because they can't do shit in the playoffs. They can go 16-0 and in the regular so, season. They'll lose the first game they play. No, I mean, listen, even, like, give him a little credit. Lamar, his first year, his rookie season, he was a completely different player than he was last year. He came back And he still did just year. his shit last year. No, he, 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 he did break a record for passing yardage in, like, a playoff game. He had, like, 500 passing yards. He It wasn't they, – they lost, but that was because the whole team choked, not just Lamar. He's a choke artist. Divisional rounds. We got the Saints over the Giants, the Seahawks over the 49ers, the Chiefs over the Tennessee Titans, and the Bills over the uh, Baltimore Ravens. That's Tom. Tom, why do the Bills beat the Ravens? It's an upset. The Bills are the higher seed, coming off a first-round bye. Again, unsuspecting. It's like the Niners last year. You're going to be very upset when you read mine. 
I have the Seahawks over. I, I'll get to yours. I have the Seahawks over San Fran, the Saints over the Bucks, the Ravens over the Titans, and the Chiefs over Houston. I think the Chiefs are just gonna obliterate the Texans. I don't think it's gonna be close. Trish, the Saints over Green Bay. That one I can get a little bit. Okay. Giants over Bucks. Yes, sir. Why? What do you mean why? Is it the whole Tom Brady can't do it in the playoffs against the Giants? Yes. I wish Eli was still on the Giants just so he could slap Tom Brady in the face with his dick one more time in the playoffs. It would be so gorgeous, but he can't. Such a believer in Pittsburgh, you have them losing to KC. It's KC. Come on. Okay. And you have uh, Baltimore beating Buffalo. Yes. Okay. Sadly. In the snow in Buffalo. Uh, sadly. John, you have the Saints over the Seahawks, the Buccaneers, the Six over the One, the Buccaneers over the Niners, KC over Baltimore, and Pittsburgh over Tennessee. Why does Tampa Bay beat San Fran in San Fran as the sixth seed? I think Brady, like like similar to what I was saying about Breeze earlier, I think this is Brady's, uh, you know, like this, you know, his last shot, more or less at like a. He's gonna play until he wins another Super Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, and I think if he what doesn't, if he never wins one. That's I think if they don't, then he's never gonna stop playing. He can. He is the ninety million dollar man. I think that uh, Brady is going to win the division around. I think the AF, the NFC title game is gonna be a battle of the old quarterbacks, Breeze versus Brady, and they're gonna you know lose or retires. Zach has the Giants beating the Saints. <laughs> The 49ers beating the Rams. He has the Chargers continuing their Cinderella run, beating the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills beating the Texans. Kyle has the Niners beating the Buccaneers, the Saints beating the Seahawks, the Ravens beating the Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Tennessee Titans. Eric has the Seahawks beating San Fran, the Saints beating Minnesota, your beloved Minnesota Vikings. KC beating New England, Baltimore beating the Colts. You don't think that Minnesota has enough to beat the Saints in the second round, huh? No. Hmm. Miracles only happen once. <laughs> You're not going to have that one again, huh? That's just it? And then you have Philip Rivers running out of gas. This time he can't beat the Ravens. Yeah, else. okay. Tom said, what else is new? Not a big Philip Rivers guy. <laughs> Championship weekend in the NFL. Tom has the Seahawks over the Saints and Casey over Buffalo. Buffalo upset as the one seed. Why? <laughs> Other than the obvious. Other than the obvious? Why are you hating? Why was Buffalo the one seed? Good year. Oh, shut up. <laughs> 15 and 1. Had a good year. At least I don't have three teams going 15 and 1. But, four. uh. I have four teams going. You know, I know the defense. I have three teams in the AFC, four, one team in the NFC, so please get your facts right. I know the defense is good for Buffalo, but I just think Josh Allen still doesn't have it in him yet to really take on the Chiefs. He needs another year. Doesn't even have an end to make the playoffs, you ask me. He made the playoffs last year. Of course Seriously. you would say that. You're a Jets fan. You still think Sam Darnold's better than him? I, I don't think that any... Uh, <laughs> Josh Allen's going to wipe the floor with the Jets this Listen, year, and I'm going to be there for it. The, the Jets exist outside of this conversation. I just think Josh Allen's shit. I have the Seahawks over the Saints and the Chiefs over the Ravens. Trish, Giants over the Saints. Yeah. Why? You also have the Chiefs over the Ravens, but that one doesn't shock me. Okay. But why? Well, if you think, <laughs> well, about, it, if you think about it. I'm thinking point, about it. Right. The Giants always do that thing where they get into the playoffs, and then they're just really good in the playoffs. The best thing is your 15-1 Green Bay just being killed in the, in the first game <laughs> they play against the Saints. <laughs> I didn't say and they you, were killed. Well, you have the Saints beating a 15-1 team and then <laughs> losing to the Giants. Yes. 
Who were like th- 13 and 3 or some shit? 12 and 4 or something like that. Why? So what 12. about the Giants can go into the Superdome and beat them? <laughs> they didn't <laughs> like, go into the Superdome. They're in MetLife. Nuggets win game oh, seven. Oh, yeah, they the are in MetLife. The three seed. Nuggets just win Saints game seven. Five. The Nuggets won game seven. Nuggets just won game seven. Jazz yeah. are choke artists. Mike, Con- Mike Conley had a three that rimmed out as time expired. The Jazz are choke who's, artists. Who's getting traded, Gobert or Mitchell? Gobert. And Gobert. Mitchell, Mitchell was on the floor. Uh, looks like he is crying. And Murray is now. Mitchell, Mitchell was crying. Is Mitchell going to be a Nick John? Nah, nah. Okay. And then KC over the Ravens. John, you have the Saints beating Tampa and the Chiefs beating the Steelers. You have the Steelers getting all the way to the AFC Championship game just to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills are more plausible. Shut up. Why? (laughs) Listen, no one's stopping KC this year. He says listen like I'm not staring right at him waiting for an answer. I feel like the Chiefs. No, I feel like the Chiefs. Like they got so much momentum on their side, they kept almost all of their starters from that Super Bowl team last year. I have them going fifteen and one. The only reason that they don't go sixteen and zero is I have them resting starters in that last game against the Chargers. And the, uh, you know, while the Steelers have that insane defense, I think Big Ben's going to win Comeback Player of the Year. It's you know you can only have so much compete with the the firepower of KC so much. You know, uh, Zach has the Giants beating the 49ers. And the Chargers continuing to upset the world, beating the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship game. Kyle has the Saints over the Niners and the Ravens over the Chiefs. Eric, you have Seattle over the Saints and Baltimore over KC. So the number one seeded KC not making the Super Bowl in favor of the Baltimore Ravens. Why? See, I think here's the thing with Kansas City. Like, I could see them losing to Baltimore. First of all, I think this should have been the AFC Championship last year was KC-Baltimore. But I think that Baltimore just has that edge in them. You know how Mahomes didn't get the one seed this year, made the Super Bowl? I think same thing's going to happen to Baltimore. And then our Super Bowl matchup, Super Bowl 55 at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. Tom, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Kansas City Chiefs. The odds for this matchup are plus 4,000. You have the Seahawks winning at plus 2,000 odds and Russell Wilson being your MVP. Why? I believe that out of just about any team in the NFC, these are one. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. I know. The Seahawks are one of the teams who are actually capable of actually upsetting the Chiefs in this, in this Super Bowl. Just because Russell Wilson, I know he still has it in him. He can still, you know, escape the pocket, run around, and find someone open 30 yards down the field. And I know their defense isn't the best, but they can still get it done. And overall, Russell Wilson also doesn't need a line, and they can just—they're capable. I have the same matchup, so same plus four thousand odds. But I have the Chiefs coming out on top. Chiefs plus six fifty to win the Super Bowl this year. I have Patrick Mahomes finish my MVP. I still believe they're the best team in football. I believe Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback skill-wise that I've ever seen. I, I don't see any team stopping him this year, and I think they win pretty handedly, getting there at least. Might be a closer game, but I think they win pretty handedly. Trish, year. New York Giants beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. The chances of that, the odds of that happening, courtesy of FanDuel, plus 30,000. The Super Bowl, yeah. That Super Bowl matchup happening. Yeah. The Giants winning the Super Bowl is plus 8,500. So if I were You to have Saquon Barkley being your Super Bowl MVP. Yes. Why? Well, uh, I think that if the Giants are in the Super Bowl, Danny Dimes finds a new form of himself, much like Eli used to, because Danny Dimes is basically just Eli 2.0. Um, and just comes out and beats the big mean 
<laughs> the big mean guy that's winning the Super Bowl. They're basically the new Patriots. Danny Dimes is the new Eli Manning, and the Giants are going to do that thing again. And then Saquon. Well, wait. The final score of that Nuggets game was eighty to seventy-eight. Yeah, that's so bad. Yeah. That rimmed out three was. Oh terrible. wow, that's ter- under City. Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, John, you have the Saints over KC. The odds on that matchup is plus twenty-eight hundred. You have the Saints winning at plus twelve hundred odds, and Drew Brees being Super Bowl MVP. Why? Uh, I just think Drew Brees in Tom Brady's home. <laughs> I think Drew Brees is just gonna you know go off. I think he's like gonna retire after this year. And so he knows that it's his last shot if he wants another ring. And yeah, really, that's more or less all my reasoning for it. Uh, Zach has the Chargers-Giants. That odds is plus 30,000. Chargers winning at plus 3,500. And Justin Herbert being the MVP. Uh, Kyle has the Ravens over the Saints. That matchup is plus 3,000. Ravens winning plus 650 odds. And Calais Campbell being the MVP of the Super Bowl. Eric also has the Baltimore Ravens winning. He has the Baltimore Ravens over the Seattle Seahawks at plus 4,200 odds for that matchup and plus 650 for the Ravens to actually win the Super Bowl. And Lamar Jackson being your MVP. Eric, why? Why do I have Lamar Jackson? No, why Why the Ravens uh, in general? See, here's the thing. I can see Lamar being angry and being enraged about last year and getting letting the pressure just get to him to fuel him and just go on a deep run. Mm. Completely can see that happening. Think of all the great quarterbacks that have been said they couldn't win the big one. There was one point where Elway. Yeah, up, up until those last two, we want the end of his career. There was one point people said Drew Brees couldn't win the big one. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, move. And for a very brief period of time, there were people that said Mahomes was never going to win the big one because he was in Kansas City. It's just Kansas City being Kansas City. Yep. Let's move to individual award for wrap this episode. It's a long episode as is. League MVP, Tom. Oh, man, I didn't write these. Things. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is who Tom picked at plus 380. I picked Deshaun Watson at plus 1700. Trish, do you remember who you picked for MVP? Yeah, Mahomes. Yeah, same. I think yeah, Mahomes pretty much unanimous. Z- Zach picked Tom Brady at plus 1800. Kyle, Patrick Mahomes at plus 380. And Eric? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson at plus 700. Offensive player of the year, Tom? Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, plus 1,300 odds. I have Saquon Barkley, plus 1,800 odds. Uh, Zach has Drew Brees at plus 5,000. Kyle has Lamar Jackson at plus 950. Trish, who do you have for offensive player of the year? Do you remember who you told me earlier? You can literally just open your text messages and read it. I didn't text it to you. I told it to you straight here. Drew Brees is who Trish picked at plus 5,000 odds. And John... I got Mahomes on that one as uh, as well. Plus 650 odds for Mahomes for Offensive Player of the Year. And Eric? Same thing, Russell Wilson. Usually when MVP win and a quarterback MVP wins, he usually wins Offensive Player of the Year. Lamar should have won it this year. Plus 1,600 odds for the Offensive Player of the Year. I don't know if I said my MVP. It was Deshaun Watson at plus 1,700. That's who I have. Uh, defensive Player of the Year. Tom, who do you have? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa at plus 1,300 odds. I have Cleo Mack at plus 1,100. Trish, do you remember who you have? Defense player of the year. That guy I didn't know. Nick Bosa at plus 1,300. Oh, no, that was Nick Bosa. Fuck. The John? Other one, the def- I have uh, TJ Watt. TJ Watt at plus 1,400. Zach has Jabril Peppers at plus 20,000. Kyle has Aaron Donald at plus 750. And Eric? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa at plus 1,300. Offensive rookie of the year, Tom? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, plus 230. I have C.D. Lamb at plus 1,500. Trish? Offensive rookie. rookie of the year. Uh, 
Joe Burrow at plus Burrow. 230. Yeah. John? Yep, same here. Zach says the same. Kyle has Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And Eric with a little bit of an off-the-board pick. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is plus 360. Eric, who do you got? Cam Akers. Cam Akers at plus 2,000. He's, uh, he went to uh, the Rams, right? Yeah. yeah. All yep. lines from FanDuel. You can bet on these. Defensive player, uh, defensive rookie of the year, Tom Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons at plus five fifty. I, I have Chase Young at plus two twenty. Trish has Isaiah Simmons at plus five fifty. That's the guy and I didn't know. John. Yeah, same here. Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons at plus five fifty. Zach has Chase Young at plus two twenty. Kyle Jeff Okuda at plus twenty one hundred. And Eric. Chase Young. Uh, comeback player of the year, Tom. Uh, Gronk. Tom is Gronk at plus five fifty. I have Alex Smith at plus five fifty. Trish? Did I also say Gronk? Nope, you said Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, right. At yeah. plus Big 260. Ben. Big Ben, baby. John? Big Ben. Plus 260. Zach and Kyle both said Cam Newton. Eric? Cam Newton. Cam Newton's odds plus 340 for Comeback Player of the Year. And the last one, Head Coach of the Year, Tom. Who's your Head Coach of the Year? Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Plus 3,400, Head Coach of the Chicago Bears. I'm saying Bill Belichick at plus 1,400. Uh, Trish, who's your... Head coach of the year. Did I give you a head coach? Yes, you did. God, I don't remember. Joe Judge at plus Joe Judge, right? Yes. John? I'm, I'm going to say he Big Red. He does win the Super Bowl. Big Andy Reid at plus 2,200. Zach says Joe Judge at plus 3,400. Kyle says Bruce Arians at plus 1,400. And Eric? Frank Reich. Head coach of the Indianapolis coach, Frank Reich, at 1,400. I want to thank Eric for coming on. Uh, we're not going to do hot takes because my voice hurts, and this has been doing this way too long as it is. Yes. So we'll see you next uh, this Friday. Uh, Trish is gonna get hammered on the show, and then next Tuesday we're gonna make our Week One predictions as well as draft for our fantasy league. And uh, next Friday we could talk about the Thursday night opening game and really dive into football. So Eric, thank you for joining us. Listen to Touch Icing. New episodes every Thursday. New episode coming out this Thursday. Uh, Eric, you want to plug your blog here? Uh, yeah, do you want me to? Go yeah. ahead. Uh, the EJ Experience, new posts uploading whenever I feel like it. Um, I'll, be on, I'll be on Too Many Men the next couple weeks, so if you want to get rid of me, too bad. I have finally thought of my first blog post, and that's going to be coming out this week. I but I'll plug it. can't wait to write it. So we will see you this Friday for the episode of Too Many Men.